I'm muted. Why would I mute myself? So dumb. Why would I do that? I should never do that. <sighs> happy week. Happy Monday. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, full disclosure, I am using a new pop filter. I'll be at foam. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Cool. So, those of you that are tech nerdies, um, this is just a foam sleeve over there. Jill the Ripper has become a disciple. Resubscribes. 14 months. Welcome to 14 months. That's a year and some change. How's my Jill doing? How's my favorite lady in the Oregon's doing? Oregani. Is it like Oregani? Like when you fold the state into something cool? What would you fold the state into? A dragon? Like a Tulu? What would you do? What would you do? But uh, I saw this in my feed on Amazon, and I'm like, ooh, this will cover my faceless because the shield I've been using is this metal mesh thing. Bike uses it too. It works really well. For him, it's perfect because he has his mic away. I like my mic nice and close up to my face. Um, so this covers my face less. And I've actually, like, knocked it. Like, I'll, like, my finger will catch it and stuff. And I've moved the mic, and I hate the sound it makes. So I bought the foam one. I already think it looks better. I think it's aesthetically more pleasing. It's more like what I'm used to because a lot of you guys that have followed the stream for a long time are used to, like, this foam... This foam dick in my face. Now it's a big black foam dick in my face again. I got the dick back. <laughs> Don't at me. But um, the weekend was good. I'm, I'm happy. Um, I feel really bad for unintentionally ducking out of stream on Friday. It was going to go late. And then I got engrossed in, in many things. Um, an impromptu pawn shop run and thrift shop run as well as hanging out with the family and then something else happened and I'm going to give you guys a real quick preview of that wrong screen dick do I not have this on here hang on oh it's on here okay so we'll do it this way does it not even have the right display captured Oh, that's why. I get it now. I get it now. All right, so what you see here, guys, this is my emulation collection. You can't, you can, can't quite see the number down here at the bottom. Here, we'll do it this way, just so you can see it. Just so you can see it. You see that number right there? That's 85 108 games. Arcade games, Atari, ColecoVision, Nintendo 64, which isn't... Uh, is it done? Yeah, it is done. NES. So we'll just go down the line. Arcade, Atari, ColecoVision, Nintendo 64, NES, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, which I don't know why the, the covers are fucked up, Game Boy Color, Dreamcast, which I'm working on. I have some. I have some. I have a decent amount. But I have more on the way. Um, Genesis. Genesis! It's like a Master System, which I'm very proud of. It's a complete set, as is the Nintendo ROM set. And Super Nintendo, which is also complete. 
So 8,500 games, which we'll be playing some of them later today. Um, still can't see the name. Take your word for it. Yeah, 8,500 games. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, well, here, I'll show you. Because I just feel like showing you. I know. It's, this, is, this is... Why are the captions not working again? What is going on with the captioner today? Captions. Hello, captions. I'll just start captioning again. Hello, captions. Hello, captions. Hello, captions. What are you doing? I gotta reload this fucking page. This is crazy. Like sugar cookie, man. This is crazy. Captions. Hello, captions. This is not good. Fire now. Get link. We'll use a, use a new one. Start. I don't know what's going on with this fucking thing, man. I apologize in advance, guys. Test, test, test. Captions. Captions are apparently broken now. I don't get it, guys. At all. Now, that's why there's more than one source for captions. There's now more than one source for captions. So if you, look, if you are wanting captions, okay? Oh, I think I know why. I think I know why. Yep, that's why. I can't do more than one of these. Okay, so the one I have on screen is the one I've been using. There's also a Twitch plugin I can use instead. Yeah, they're at the bottom of the screen. You can turn that off, actually. Um, yeah, you, there's a... So, I need to figure out what, which one you guys prefer, because I've got the extension. You can, you can mess around with it, and you can turn it off and stuff. And then there's the ones that integrate it into Twitch you can use. I gotta figure out who wants what. I have a feeling most people are gonna want the ones they can turn off. But for now, we'll leave this on because I like it for the video recording. Anyway, all of the stupid technical bullshit aside, um, you guys aren't really here to hear about my, my, bla my black foam dick and my caption. You wanna hear about what I have to say about Michael Jackson today. So, um, here's the deal. For the context of the discussion we are about to have, although the subject will come up, this is not about whether or not Michael Jackson did what he is accused of doing. It's not really the point of this discussion. I want to be clear about that, okay? Because to a certain degree, it may not be relevant to the discussion we're having, depending upon your viewpoint. So what am I talking about? Uh, last week, I saw that there were some radio stations in Montreal, parts of the U.S., and Europe were getting calls from listeners asking that the all Michael Jackson songs be stricken from their rotation based upon the recent HBO documentary that was made by folks that allege that Michael Jackson uh, had abused or mistreated children. So... By itself, that's not entirely, like, I get it, okay? Um, you know, if, if 
someone thinks that someone committed child abuse, I mean, I, I can understand not wanting to listen to their music. I get that. I do understand that. But this is the discussion I want to have. That didn't happen in the 90s when he was in court for that. And there was a fairly sizable portion of the population that was pretty sure he had done it. I mean, he's, he had been the butt of some awful jokes and hurtful jokes, whether or not they come from a true place, for decades. The man is now dead a couple years now. This, not a new investigation, not a new court case, not a judgment against him, but a documentary film made by his accusers comes out on HBO for profit. And public opinion now is, we don't want to listen to his music. To me, there is a, there's an imbalance there of public opinion, okay? You would think, or at least, let me rephrase that, I would think that when the court cases were going is when you should have or would have more traditionally seen that kind of backlash for his music. That's my opinion. At least that's when it should have happened if it was going to happen at all. So I'm like, it's a little, no, it's a lot. I'm just, I'm kind of like, I'm at this point where I want to be clear that if somebody has been abused and they feel the system has failed them, they have every right to make their voice heard. 100% unequivocally, to me, that's the deal. Like, you do whatever you got to do. If you got to make a film, you got to make a song, you got to write a book, that's fine. All right. I think that's a smart move. I think it's, uh, it's understandable. Generally speaking, this particular issue is really yeah, interesting. Boy. Toshiro with the party of two raid. Thank you, my man. How are you doing, Toshiro? It's good to see you, man. Good to see you. You, you broke up a pretty serious point there, and I'm glad that you did because I was like, how do I articulate this? I'll come back to it in a second. Uh, for those of you that are new here, my name is Grindhead Jim. I am what you would call a curated variety streamer. I like to play all kinds of games, but I keep it kind of condensed. I like playing Destiny, Division, Hitman, Watch Dogs, Deus Ex. Um, what else have we played lately? Some story games are kind of floating around, and now I'm, I'm throwing retro into the mix. Uh, but I, I would assume that the main draw of this channel are discussions like what we're having today. We like to bring up things that can make you feel comfortable and happy and some things that might make you uncomfortable and think. Um, that's the biggest draw here. But regardless of what you bring to the table, know that you are welcome here. We want you to let your freak flag fly. Boils down to this. You be who you want to be with no apologies. And know that all we ask in return is you don't hurt yourself, you don't hurt anybody else, and don't be a bigoted asshole. We're going to get along just fine. You're part of the family now. Um, so, before you were part of the family, you were part of a raid, you deserve a response for that because that transgression cannot go unpunished. Here's your response to Shiro. Thank you. 
I love me some Tashiro. <sighs> we'll get a shout out for him while I'm thinking about it. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you. Rocks to Gamer. Thanks for the follow. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Dude, internet issues. Maybe it's just all the brokenness of Mass Effect Andromeda kind of squeaking its way over into your internet. Maybe that's what it is. Just blame fucking Bethesda and shit. Um, so the point I was trying to make before you quite politely interrupted me um, was that I think that people need to be able to, to speak their mind, voice their concerns, be heard when they feel they've been wronged. If they feel the system has failed them, or even if the, if the system hasn't failed them, they just want to speak, write a book, you know, shoot a movie, speak to the press, post on social media, whatever. I advocate that 100%. And even in this case, I advocate that, okay? I do advocate it. Like, say what you want to say. Everyone's going to form their own opinion. And that's kind of what this is about, forming your own opinion. And with Michael Jackson, um, went to court. None of the investigations came back with anything remotely conclusive in terms of evidence. Witnesses, including children, including the ones that, were, that made this documentary, stated in no uncertain terms that Michael was never abusive or sexually suggestive with them in any way. So, again, this is not about whether or not he is innocent of the charges that have been levied against him. It's more about the context of this particular set of circumstances that have led to the, the people wanting his music banned, okay? And there's been over 20 years since that happened, since the court cases went down, right? Um, 25 years plus, okay? It's a long time. And at any point after those court cases, at any point after those court cases kind of died down, um, a movie could have been made. Another investigation could have been opened. They could have just spoken to the press and said, look, no, I, I, I take back what I said. He did this. And it could have been the one while he was alive. I honestly believe that the people that made this documentary wanted to capitalize on the opportunity for a counter-argument not to be made which is why after he died is when this happened. Not that they are definitely lying or definitely telling the truth, but it sounds to me like the lack of a, a counterpoint is pretty, pretty prevalent here, and it bothers me in the sense that we have somebody who was exonerated of a crime, um... And no matter how weird he may have been, for the most part, it would seem, at least up until this point, that, you know, this weird dude with good, with legit reasons for, for being, you know, weird, but he didn't necessarily do what, what, what he's been accused of. Now, a movie comes out, a documentary, not an investigation, not a police-based thing, it's a movie. 
Documentaries are, are meant to be factual, but they're not all factual. They're designed to elicit an emotional response. And they, they can be edited to elicit such. This comes out for profit and public opinion is being swayed by that. That is what I take issue with. Not so much the documentary itself, not the fact that it's designed to paint this in a bad light, not even that they reversed their story, because you know what? It is entirely possible that they were not telling the truth when they were asked before. But it's totally possible that, that Michael Jackson did what they accused him of doing. I don't know if he did. What bothers me is that you didn't hear any of this kind of outrage. When the man was sitting in a fucking court of law, no one was like, take Beat It off the radio. It makes me uncomfortable. Okay? You see where I'm going with this, guys? It is not that they're attacking this man. And, you know, is there a, a little bit of that in there? Sure. Because the guy's dead. Can't defend himself. And there was plenty of time elapsed that this, these accusations could have been reasserted in this way while I was alive. So that's a little bit sketchy to me. And, and, and it also is kind of like, um, that again, after he's dead, we're like, well, I don't want the music on the radio. It's like, well, first of all, if you don't want to hear his songs on a radio station, don't listen to that fucking radio station. Number one. Um, two, buy an MP3 player. Three, do it yourself. So my, my whole thing is like, this is a censorship matter at its core. And it is a, a kind of a, an examination of outrage culture. Okay. So for me, when we're talking about the censorship angle, right? I say cunt from time to time. Cunt, 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 cunt. Some people don't like that, and that's totally fine. I completely get that. And if that word bothers you, I fully support your right to not listen to anything I ever say because you know that word might come out of my mouth. That's okay, and there's nothing wrong with that. So what you do, a rational person says, okay, that gym guy, he says the C word. I don't like it. I'm not going to watch him. And that is rational. It is... It, that's what freedom's about. You just don't watch me. You don't go to YouTube and say, he said the C word, I want him banned. Or you don't go to Twitch and say, he said the C word, I want him banned. You don't do that. I'm not breaking terms of, uh, terms of service for either of those platforms by saying the word. Okay? I have a mature rating on Twitch that covers me for that word. On YouTube, uh, it just demonetizes me. You know, which I've, I've been demonetized for a couple of years now. So, as long as you're not breaking a rule or a law, there's nothing wrong with that being there. And I feel like there's this whole um, the, the outrage culture being what it is. It's like, I don't like this, therefore no one should be subjected to this. Now, it's different to me. It's a little bit different in the case of things that are... Um, you know, where, where actual hate is involved. We're talking about racism, sexism, you know, bigotry in general, right? Um, I think discrimination of any sort, harassment of any sort, 
um, which is illegal in many different forms in many different places all over the world because it does lead to violence, things like that. That's a little bit different, okay? Um, and platforms of all types have the right to police their platform any way they see fit. And certainly you want to keep your viewership or your listenership, and I understand that as well. So where does the platform have to draw the line? How many people have to call before they're like, yeah, we're not going to play Michael Jackson anymore? And while I'm on the subject, exactly how many not played Michael Jackson songs have to exist to undo child abuse in, in the world? Can someone give me that number? Can someone Google that for me? How many non-played Michael Jackson songs it would take to remove child abuse as a concept from this planet? Anyone have an answer? Oh, that's right, because it doesn't matter how many Michael Jackson songs you don't play, children are still legitimately getting abused, whether or not he did what they say he did, which there still is no... There's no 100% damning anything, no matter what the documentary may say. I'm sure it's very... and. Spoilers, I haven't seen it, and I will eventually see it. I am sure that it is very damning, and it may change my mind about what may have happened. But in the whole back of my mind, the entire time, I, when I watch this thing, I'm going to be like, why the fuck didn't you say this when he was alive? Why the fuck didn't you say this 10 years ago? Why the fuck didn't you say this 15 years ago? Why? Because you want to make money now, and I can't get over that. I can't. No matter how compelling, no matter how true what they have to say may be, I can't get the money signs out of my eyes on this. It pisses me off. And it pisses me off because let's say for the sake of argument that they're telling the truth and then he did it. You had 25 years to come out and say, I am reversing what I said. And so you, so you let a known, a, a known to you child abuser walk around and do shit. For 25 years. Um, if you are able to do it now, you were able to do it then. And, and again, I'm not victim blaming here. I am not. I'm just angry. You're making something for profit. Just to tell your story. I have questions. So, because... I can understand that when things happen to you and powerful people are involved, I know that it can be very difficult. I realize that speaking out in the face of criticism has got to be one of the scariest things that could ever happen to a human being. I understand that. I appreciate that. This is, we're not talking about a group of people who went to a media outlet and did a news piece or did a research piece for 2020 or CNN or something like that. They put money into a project, released it on a for-profit platform. Someone is making money off of this. Someone is making money off of this. That is where I draw the line. Where it's like... Now granted, granted, if somebody wrongs you and telling that story gives you some some comfort in your life from the release where you get a paycheck. Like I, I, I get that. I'm not saying you shouldn't ever make a profit off of something that happened to you because, hey, if it happened to you and it's fucked your life up, I mean, take a paycheck. I, I do get that. I do. I, in this particular case, 
all the different pieces make me kind of squeamish. You know what I mean, guys? So I'm not saying this applies to everything. I'm it, this particular one just it 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 fucks me off a little bit. I'm a little I'm very skeptical of this particular one. Not because I have any great love for Michael Jackson or I think that there's no way he could have done this. I like Michael Jackson just fine. I love his music. But I do think that he may have been capable of the things he's been accused of. However, because of the circumstances surrounding this entire situation, I am skeptical of everything regarding it. And because there's so much doubt in there, to have people forming definitive opinions about music, that's where I'm like, what does it do? Banning his music off the radio, what's it going to do? Nothing. Nothing. So his estate loses a couple hundred bucks a day from radio play. A couple thousand bucks, maybe? So his estate. The people that aren't Michael Jackson, who did not do what he's accused of, they are being made to suffer because of something that, again, he may or may not have done. Because, you know what I'm saying? It's a really weird thing. And... I'm going to come back to my point. It's like, if you're truly outraged by what he is alleged to have done, then instead of calling your radio station, call up, uh, you know, a shelter for battered women or a shelter for abused children and volunteer. See what you can do to help. Take some classes and become a counselor for abused children. Adopt an abused child. You know, if you're so fucking outraged, if you're so mad, put that effort and energy into helping somebody. Don't take fucking songs off the radio, you idiot. That's why I get upset. Tom brings up a very good point. He says, it makes no sense that people are that pissed off now when he was in court over this shit. I agree. He says, uh, doing something for profit about it should be like, yeah, actually, yeah, he did. It seems to me a bit iffy when they could have easily said so without it. I agree. Tom says, hell, when the Me Too movement gained traction, it would have been an opportunity to bring it up and be like, actually, yes, this did happen. Yeah, they didn't even use it as an opportunity to promote the film. Which is like... So I really am kind of like... Okay, so Toshiro has got a, a very interesting point. I, ha- I wasn't going to bring this up, but I, I, I like where you're going. Toshiro says, it makes me think of when people were bashing John Wayne over an article he, that he was in in the 70s. Guys, then what can you do about it now? Um, okay, so there are a few things. John Wayne never, ever backed down from who he was. It was very clear that he was a bigoted, sexist piece of shit. It's very clear. His entire life. Very clear. But we remember him fondly for the roles that he played because he was a good actor. But John Wayne the man? Bigoted, racist, sexist, piece of shit. And that article wasn't just some rinky-dink, podunk town newspaper. It was in fucking Playboy. People read that article. They weren't offended at the time because the times were different. We were like, oh, pfft, it's John Wayne, who cares? You know what I mean? 
So for that article to come out now, it's like, you didn't fucking know that John Wayne was a racist, bigoted, sexist piece of shit? You didn't know that, Pilgrim? You didn't know that? Well, sorry. Guess what? He was. And here's the really controversial part. I don't like hardly any of his movies. I don't like him that much. I think the idea of a man's man is kind of overrated, Pilgrim. Well, if I have to go with a man's man, I'd rather go with Clint Eastwood, which sometimes he can be a little sketchy. Um, and many other actors that I, that I dig. But it's like... The, I, I, I think Toshiro... I hope you agree with me on this. I think it's, it's the level of outrage that's being levied in these situations that's a bit like... Mm, maybe put the energy into something else, of actually helping someone, rather than going... You racist dead man, like, who cares? Like, if you didn't know he was racist, now you know. And now you know not to run, you know, watch The Guns of Navarone for the fifth time. Sorry. Like, who cares? Like, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, that'd be like, okay, let's say Playboy existed in the 30s and 40s. And they did a, a, a <laughs> let's say they did an interview with Adolf Hitler. And then they released this article today, and they're like, oh, did you know Adolf Hitler hated Jews and people that were not white? Yeah, I, I kind of knew that. Oh! Like, come on. All you have to do is, is a tiny, the tiniest, a tiny bit of research into any of these people to find out that's what their views are. And um, just... Like, let me find something that might remotely be relevant. Okay, let's say that in 30 years, the color yellow will mean something about anti-Semitism, right? So, if you take a screenshot of me right now, you know, today is March 11th, 2019. And in 30 years, this picture surfaces, and they're like, oh, Jim hated Jews. Which, obviously, I don't. But there's, there's no context. There's no, there's no discussion. It's immediately, oh, he's a Nazi, you know, and I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Like, I understand wanting to be mad at something. I, I think we're in a culture now where there's so many bad things happening in society today. That it's very, it's very easy to get mad because there's a lot to be mad about, but we don't know where to put that energy. And then you stack on top of that all the energy that you have with anything negative going on in your personal life. And you put all that together, one big ball of anger and sometimes hatred of the situation. And then someone comes along and says, did you know John Wynn was racist? Oh, you know, like, come on, dude. Uh, Butimus says, not totally not related, but I just find it easier to just hate everyone equally. Butimus, of course, uh, referencing Stormtroopers of Death, Sergeant D. Um, the very first drawing or con concept of Sergeant D from Scott Ian's Stormtroopers of Death project. It's a paper that Scott Ian drew in 1985. And it says, and this is this skull character in like a military helmet. And it says, I'm not racist. I hate everyone equally, so fuck you. And I, that always spoke to me. 
in the sense that like fascism is stupid, love or hate equally, you know? Um, obviously in my case, it grew into love. Um, uh, although I have a lot of anger and fire in my belly. Um, but I, I, I get with that. It's kind of like this thing where acceptance needs to be universal on some level and, or a lack of acceptance. In other words, I think in Butamus case, I mean, I realize they're making a, a bit of a joke, but I, I think that some people, and, and Tom, I will come back to your point, I promise. Um, I, I think that some people, and I think this is, you know, a rational thing, you're like, I don't trust anybody until they prove to me that they're trustworthy or that they're worthy of my time. And I understand that. It, that can be a lonely existence, but I understand it. I really do. It's just one of these things where you just have to actually, you have to make a decision, right? And, um, but people always got to be pissed off about something. And Tom says, hell, having Michael Jackson music banned doesn't do shit, but petitioning to have some of the money his songs make to go to charities centered around abuse kids, that would be doing something. Dude. Dude, that's actually, yeah. So leave the songs on the radio, but take all the profit from it and donate it to abuse kids charities. Why didn't anyone think of that? Someone give Tom a fucking medal. I'm not kidding. Like, that's fucking genius. And here's the thing. That wouldn't be an admission that he did it. But it would be a show of force of, hey, we don't want kids to be abused either. So let's say that he did it. Let's say he did it for the moment. His estate, the people that own the rights to his music, they didn't do it. But they have the power with his back catalog to do something positive. So they say, okay, you know, uh, 65% of all profit made off of anything we sell will go to abuse kids' charities. Or 40%, 30%, 50 whatever. It's a shitload of money going to help kids. Let's say he didn't do it. Same answer. Still something powerful. In fact, I would argue that if he didn't do it, it's even more powerful. Like, we, we have, uh, we actually have physical, let's just say, this isn't true, but let's just say it is true. We have physical evidence that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt he didn't do it. But you know what? We definitely believe that child abuse is, is serious. We want to help. We're going to take this percentage of his profit and, and put it into this. I think problem solved. But banning the song, do you feel better about yourself driving to work knowing that that song's not being played? Meanwhile, some kid a few miles away is getting beat by their parent or guardian or a stranger, worse, molested. But you feel better because you didn't hear that Michael Jackson song. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, that's, to me, that's the disconnect. Be angry. Be outraged, but focus that somewhere that's actually going to help the source of the problem. The Michael Jackson song didn't molest anybody. Michael Jackson may or may not have molested anybody, but there are people out there right now getting abused and molested. What are you going to do to help them? Fuck your ears, fuck your taste, fuck your outrage. Do something. You know? 
And here's here's a controversial piece of information for you folks. Very controversial piece of information that I don't think anyone could argue. If Michael Jackson's music before these allegations ever surfaced was pleasing to the ear, the songs themselves are still good songs, even now. Bill Cosby was funny prior to us finding out that he was a rapist. I hate to say this out loud, but his comedy is still funny. It's still funny. If you can forget who's saying it, the jokes are well written. They're still funny. The fact that this guy's a dirty-ass piece-of-shit rapist doesn't change the fact that he did have this other talent. Right? Any more than having the talent does not excuse them from what they've done. Right? So Bill Cosby, definitely a rapist. The fact that he's really fucking funny doesn't excuse the rape at all. But he's still funny whether we like it or not. Michael Jackson is accused of child abuse. An excellent musician. This does not excuse this. This does not erase this. You see what I'm saying? That, and that's difficult. Butima says, is spreading more anger and hate actually helping, though? That's why I try to avoid spreading when it comes to me. Well, that's my... Um, that's my point, though. It's not about spreading hate. It's about, well, I guess with them it is about spreading hate. But I'm saying, like, if you just took that energy and said, okay, let's force them to, to put some of this profit money from whatever he's created into helping kids, that would be a, a positive thing. Just going, eh, don't play his songs. That's not doing anything. I think that's what you mean. Tom says... Hey, murder. Oh, Tashiro says, Jim, it's easier to stand on a mountain and be outraged than to lift a hand and help someone. That's correct. That is, that is a heavy sip. And it's good stuff. Tom says, internet activism like this is never going to get shit done. It's, it's the kind of people who will retweet, reblog, whatever, and be like, oh, yes, this is horrible, but never actually do anything beyond complaining, actually do shit. Tom's like, this is a problem. Okay, what are you going to do about it? Bitch on Twitter. People want to tear it down but never build? Kete, kete. Exactly. Yeah, that's um, when, when murder comes in, she triggers her command, which is that one. Um, we have a bunch of them. Let me, let me show you. Let me show them cute. I'll show them cute. Yep, we got lots of kitties. So, I mean, honestly, I think I know when this started. Honestly. It started with Occupy. I think this started with Occupy. And I'm ashamed to say that because I was part of Occupy. Where I lived at the time in Iowa, I wasn't just a part of the Occupy movement. I didn't just camp out. I was the webmaster. I ran the website for that particular chapter. I owned the domain. I was really heavily involved with it. And I think a lot of people forgot what Occupy meant. Occupy meant be there. Be there. Show up. Protest. We did that. But then as time went on, people started getting uncomfortable and not doing it. Um, and then it became more of an online, like, 
hey, over here, occupying this. No, you're occupying your goddamn couch. But I get it. I get it. You can't protest fucking everything, and you can't protest every fucking day. Like, I do get that. But when activism turns into inactivism, where you're just sitting there going, oh, that's dumb. <laughs> that's when it becomes a problem. I think that there was a shift there. This gradual shift from, we're going to be active, we're going to fight, we're going to this and that. And then it slowly became in vogue to be outraged from the comfort of your home. And people felt better. Occupy Wall Street from a Starbucks 2,000 miles away. That's kind of a thing. You know, and there were some people that were guilty of that. But like, the Occupy movement at its prime was pretty legit in a lot of places. Like, there were like scores and hundreds of people en masse trying to make a point. Whether or not that was accomplished is arguable, and I don't want to make this conversation about that, but um, they were trying. They weren't just going, like, 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 tweet, 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 tweet. At least not that much. Um, it is one of those things. But granted, that was nine years ago? Nine years ago? No. Eight years ago, almost. Almost eight years ago. So seven and a half years ago. Which doesn't seem like that long, but in, in the, as fast as today's culture moves in Western society, um, pretty fucking a long time. It's a long time. And, 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 you know, people are going to express themselves in different ways, and I accept that, but it's, it's just this, like, how interesting that we're in a, a state where we're being outraged online on Twitter and Facebook and social media about radio. People still listen to radio? I haven't listened to radio and I can't tell you. The only reason I even use a radio right now in my car is because it's how I connect to my phone. I got one of those radio receivers in my car. That's the only way I use radio right now. It's weird. And it's just like... It's kind of like this whole thing of like... There's a whole generation of people where... Like the John Wayne thing, John Wayne, or, or racism, bigotry, sexism, that was, quote, accepted at the time. And uh, now, it's not accepted. There's a whole generation of people that grew up feeling like that was okay, and I feel like when that generation slowly goes away we might see some change. Farron likes very much to remind me that, you know, our kids' generation is going to change the world, and I, I, I agree. Um, they just can't get in charge fast enough, as far as I'm concerned, because they recognize how stupid the arguments we're having are. Peter says, I listen to news radio on the way into work. Fair enough. You're like one person? I'm just kidding. Uh, Tom said... It's always funny to see stuff where riots or marches happen now and shit actually gets done. Like, huh, it seemed like actual IRL action gets more shit done than wanting on Twitter. But exactly. Again, active, activism versus inactivism. Um, 
Freud says, I only listen to the radio when I'm in my car and my phone's dead. Fair enough. Edwin says, otherwise I'm under a rock because people don't tell me stuff. Says, I like to have my headphones on be listening to music. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Um, whenever possible, I've got headphones on for the most part. And I'm usually listening to music. Less so now than, than it has been in the past, but it's something where I'm, the more I listen to music in the last couple of months, I'm like, I need to start listening to music again more. Um, and it's kind of my, my safe place, having something on in the background, you know, that, that, that comfort or that, that mood enhancer, whatever. But, I mean, guys, <sighs> yeah, I'm glad that you guys latched on to what this conversation was meant to be about, which is, it's less about Michael Jackson, it's less about that documentary, and more about the fact that people are like, oh, there's a documentary. Stop playing these songs. And for what? For what? So you can feel better in the morning? So you can forget about the fact that he may have abused somebody? That's what it is. People want to for not have to think about the bad shit. I understand that. You don't listen to the radio. You don't want to be reminded of bad shit. But instead of like further ignoring child abuse, further ignoring, you know, abuse. Face it for a few minutes out of your day and try to, try to help somebody get over it or get past it or help prevent it. The same amount of energy is extended and you might even feel better about it. That's what, that's what I don't understand. I don't understand why people are so, they're so quick to be outraged. But the action they take is so that they can forget about that outrage as quickly as possible. You notice that? Have you noticed that, guys? You know, like the whole John Wayne Playboy article thing. Oh, he was a racist. Yeah, he's dead. Okay, I feel better now. Like, it's just kind of like, why even have that discussion in the first place then? You know, I don't. Weird. Tom says, or so they can seem like they care when they probably don't. There you go. I mean, it, it's a horrible, horrible thing to come to terms with, but I think you're right in many ways, Tom. I really do. I really do. It's just, uh, it's just a uh, bunch of fucking shit. Bunch of fucking shit. My vape's got juice on it. My vape's got juice on it. I don't know why. Leak it. Just something else to latch onto with something else going around the corner. Yeah, that's fair. It out. You know, meanwhile, there's a bunch of other things that we could be upset about. Now, Grant, I don't want to turn this into, well, you should be outraged about. You know, I'm not here to do that. I'm not here to tell you what to be mad about. That's not my thing. Not why I do this. I am not here to tell you what, what to be mad about. Only you can be mad about what you want to be mad about. <sighs> but I, I do think that there are things that are, generally speaking, more worth our time than getting a dead pop star who was alleged to have molested children's songs off the radio. 
especially when the net result of that is nothing. Nothing positive, anyway. Like, it accomplishes nothing. I think Tom really hit the nail on the head, where if you really think that this happened, which, again, it's totally possible it did, use that public pressure of outrage to force the, the estate to start divvying up some of that profit towards organizations that help people that have been abused. Win-win. Win-win. People that think he didn't do it are sated because they don't have to worry about this thing looming. People think he did it. Know that now he's literally paying for some help and stuff like that. Beautiful says, it feels like a loss because then I can't hear the music he made. Well, see, in that case, I go like, well, yeah, you can. You can buy it or go on Spotify or whatever, wherever it may be that it still is out there. Because these are just over-the-air radio stations. I haven't seen like the Spotify and stuff for moving shit. Um, and if they have, you can buy the music. You can still buy it because it's worth it. At least get Thriller. Mr. Cow. Hello. Um, Droid says, well, what do networks think if that one person hears that song on the radio like Billy Jean or Beat It, that they're going to turn off and not going to care? Most people don't, don't care about it. And you're right. I think most people wouldn't, wouldn't directly associate the... There you go. Murder with the timely gift. Um... I think most people would not associate them playing the song with like advocating child abuse. That's not what mo where most people's brains go at all. Um, I understand the logic that gets you there, but like, but again, we're talking about outrage from a documentary film that was for profit that was made by people that were accusing him of doing something. So it's not like there was a criminal case or a new investigation that was made that irrevocably says he definitely did this shit. And it's, um, again, from people who 25 years ago said that he didn't do it. So I don't know who to believe, which is whatever. So it's this whole thing of 25 years later, you put on a movie that you can, you can make, you, you can pull them the heartstrings however you want, and that's your right, that's your art, you can do that. Uh, but you're making money off of that film, and then now people, because they've seen that movie, you're like, oh, I don't want to hear his songs anymore. Like, where the fuck were you 25 years ago? When he was in court for the shit. You know, that, and it's like, and on top of that, the outrage results in nothing. So... Ban all Michael Jackson's on Man in the Mirror. I don't know why I like Man in the Mirror. Okay. Whereas literally I had raw chicken in my hand. That's fair. We don't want any salmonella up in this motherfucker. Versus then who not have any fire against people who made this document? I'm not... I mean, I'm not... Again, this isn't me like flaming on the people that made the documentary per se. I'm just trying to establish all the facts. Right? You were a sperm cell 25 years ago? Fair enough. Fair enough. 
That's cool. I was in high school. Wait. Uh, yeah, I was in high school. <sighs> Burrito bowls. Nice. But, um... I mean, for me... Whether or not he did it, express your opinion however you want, but make the net action be something, right? So I, I, I do think that people that believe he did it or believe he didn't do it could agree that there's nothing wrong with taking a portion of the money made off of the songs that he had that are published out there and helping people with it. I think it's a really simple, elegant solution. Why are we not going, let's do this? You know? I don't know. Well, I'm saying if people are complaining about his music now, why aren't the people trying to take down the people who made the documentary who are making the accusations? Um, oh, so you're saying why isn't there a counterpoint to taking down the documentary? Uh, I don't know. I think there are people out there that are like campaigning against the documentary. I mean, I can find some Twitter pages for you, dude. I can find it. Hang on. I will find an example for you. Because there are people that are really pissed off at this documentary. It's out there. Um, uh, people against Michael Jackson. I love you, Google. Documentary. Sorry. Um. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Check this out. So the estate actually released a uh, statement. God damn Everybody it! Everybody wanted up. to meet Mike. Ugh. I'm gonna mute this before I forget. Mute. Oh. Um. Before the, the movie premiered, they called the documentary a lurid production in an outrageous and pathetic attempt to exploit and cash in on Michael Jackson. The other, following the premiere, another statement was released calling the film a public lynching. I, I, it's kind of how it feels in, in some cases, whether or not you feel he did it. Uh, the director responds, receives abuse from fans. So there are fans out there that are freaking out. The director of the film... Uh, says the state made no substantial criticism of the film and obviously haven't seen it. Reed later speaks about the abuse fans of the singer had sent him. Okay. I'm getting horrible email messages from Michael Jackson fans. Several thousand emails in the last three weeks, absolutely as disgusting as you can possibly invent. And why do people react that way? Why, when two men have come forward saying they were sexually abused as a child, why do we want to shame them? Why do we want to shut them down? Why do we want to silence them? Why do we want to threaten them? I don't understand. I don't think anyone wants them to be silenced. I really don't. I don't think anyone wants to, to say, you can't make these accusations. We just think it's gross that you want to make a profit from making these accusations after he's dead. I think that's the argument, right? And then taking that as someone outside the whole fucking thing and saying, I don't want to hear his songs on the radio. Therefore, they should be banned. And it's like, what the fuck? What? what? What is this? Um, 
So this is interesting. An unearthed interview from Jackson. This, this is after the documentary came out. So it's an interview with Jackson where an investigator questions him about the allegations is unearthed. In the video, Jackson denies all allegations against him and compares himself to Jesus. Jesus said to love, love the children and be like children. Be youthful, be innocent, be pure, and be honorable. He was talking to his apostles, and they were fighting over who was the greatest amongst them. And he said, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest among me. He always surrounded himself with children, and that's how I was raised, and to be like that and imitate that. Now, is that a little bit on the creepy side? Sure. Does that mean he molested somebody? No. You know, I feel bad for his kids too, Murder. Um, I really do, because his kids got to be just fucking, like, like, they had it bad enough, but now it's like, oh my god, like, whether he did or didn't do it, this has got to be a horrible experience for the kids. Because if he did do it, you know, ah, oh. if he didn't do it, ah, uh, like, there's no version of this for the family that is good uh, at all, absolutely. Tom says... Here's a good example of something that's odd, like, let's ban Michael Jackson's music on the radio, but I can still find Charles Manson music on Spotify. Dude, Tom is on a fucking roll today. Absolutely. Charles Manson. Fucking kill people. Fucking kill people. Maybe not directly, but he made that shit happen. You know, it's like, fucking what? And... Or you can still watch O.J. Simpson highlights on YouTube. Yeah. That's what I was saying to, to, to my lady, Farron. I don't see anyone fucking asking the naked gun films to be pulled because O.J. Simpson's in it. And that dude definitely murdered that fucking lady. Definitely murders his wife. I don't think there's anyone left that says, yeah, he didn't do it. I don't think so. I don't think so. He was acquitted. He was acquitted, though. So he's not, legally, he's not a criminal anymore, you know? Well, he is, because he got caught stealing his own shit, whatever. But my point is that, like, <sighs> why, if you're so upset about the shit, why pick and choose? That's the big thing. It's like this selective outrage bullshit. And they don't think about who it hurts. I gotta switch my bit goal. Whoops. Whoops. Let me see where I'm at here. I feel like an asshole. Mark. Okay. And where am I at? But it, it's just, it, it's absolutely infuriating um, that people can get so mad about this stuff, and yet um, nothing seems to be done at all. It's like, so what, what are you getting mad for then? Like, what's the, what's the thing? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand at all. It's just very, very upsetting. Very upsetting.
Thanks for the follow, Drones. I appreciate it. be all or none i kind of i'm with you on that droids um i'm gonna go ahead and go back full screen here um whether murder says whether or not he did it his kids still have to deal with it and they still love him he's their dad no one wants anything anyone to say something that atrocious about somebody they love especially a parent yes uh that's how it should be all the damn time i agree uh tom says fuck the rest of michael jackson's family to be honest i feel like they rode that money train after he died as much as they could i agree and Tashiro's internet's fucking up again. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, pal. Um, it, it just feels like everybody um, is trying to make money. And even the estate in this situation. Um, the estate is claiming that the film breaks broadcasting legislations. Because um, the Channel 4, which is uh, in the BBC, British Broadcasting Company, it breaks their standards. They, they cite a section of the channel's guidelines, which publicly is available and states if a show makes significant allegations, then those concerns should be given an appropriate and timely opportunity to respond. And the quote says, I think we can all agree that the false allegations being made in your documentary are significant allegations. The letter states, adding that it is hard to imagine more significant accusations than can possibly be made against anyone. And Jackson's estate sued HBO for $100 million. $100 million. And it does claim that both uh, of the, the men in the film were motivated by money. It, it's just... Um, I, I see where they're coming from. I see both sides of it. Um, and then Oprah got the guys on the air... Um, it, it's just kind of, uh, I don't know. Again, this isn't about whether or not he did it. It's about people's reaction to this film. And it being ineffectual, it being, in some ways, irresponsible. And I, I can't defend it. Tom says, I feel like South Park's depiction of Michael Jackson was actually pretty nail-on-the-head, over-the-top stuff aside. He was just a kid that never grew up because of his fucked-up childhood. Absolutely needed to grow the fuck up once he had kids. Absolutely. Droid says, if you want to get technical with it, you could say that most of the South Park celebs and not all are very nail on the head of what they do if you take it over stuff, stop over the top stuff out. And that's why it, it's generally regarded as funny because good satire has a, a root in fact, right? Um, right, exactly. The South Park never came out and said, oh, he was a pedophile. Like, like, and that's ignorant, you know, like that. They just took, they, they, they take certain personality traits and blow them up, right? They blow them up. And, there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I guess this, is, this whole thing, at least for me anyway, um, it, just, it just boils down to people being outraged. And then what? And then what? That's my big thing. And then what? And then what? It bothers the hell out of me. 
Pajalabi. Okay, so the songs are off the radio. And the estate sued HBO. And these guys are now, these two gentlemen who are making these accusations are now famous and are, I hate to say it, they're making money. Making a lot of money. You know, um... And meanwhile, what what good has come from this? I'm not seeing any movement to help children with abuse. See none of that, none of it from either side. Neither side is stepping forward. Say, look, fuck all the arguments. There are people that are being sexually abused right now. They need help. Why is that conversation not being had? Why? Goose egg, exactly. Whether or not you like Michael Jackson, whether or not you think he did what they accused him of doing, whether or not you like the documentary, whether or not you feel that they are profiteering, whether or not you like the Michael Jackson estate and think they're profiteering. I don't, can't we all agree that this would be a prime opportunity to actually raise awareness about... Um, Actual child abuse that we know is happening and work together to fix it? No, we'd rather all be pissed off on Twitter. And, for the, and frankly, Twitch. I'm sitting here being pissed off. I'm not doing anything to help. I'm just having a discussion. Tom says it's a lot like people who are anti-abortion. Okay. I will read the rest carefully. They care about the kid when it's the fetus, but when the kid's born, eh, who gives a fuck? It's just a dumb kid now. That's fair. I think George Carlin said it very plainly when he was alive. He said, um, they, they're anti-abortion so they can have babies to grow up to be soldiers. <coughs> because if you look at the, the way that many so-called pro-life people, the way that their beliefs tend to run, they're very heavily into like military action. And stuff like that as well. Like they're very, and, and that whether you want to call it conservative or not, um, they're the first ones to go, oh, go to Afghanistan or Russia or whatever. Go shoot them. It's like, well, um, you need soldiers. So, it, you know, is that a, a direct through, through line? Not really, but it makes sense to me. It's like, you know, they just want to have control. I'm sorry. It's not my uterus, not my business. I think that should be true for every person. If it is not your own uterus, you don't get to make that decision. Period. And I have had in-person arguments with people who were in tears because they felt like children were being murdered. Now, I understand. If you truly feel in your heart that abortion is murdering a child then yes, you should ha absolutely have that emotional response. I knew somebody who, he, he, he's a guy, and he had gotten someone pregnant. And she aborted against his will, and he still broke up about it like 20 years later. Now, he's never had kids, and I can understand that. I can. Um, and he, he flat out said to me to my face, like, she murdered my son. I'm like, I'm like, 
I get where you're coming from with that. But there's probably a lot more to that story than you're telling me. Like the context of whether or not either of you were going to be responsible parents. Um, like, and here's the thing. As much as I feel empathy for how he felt about not being, feeling like he was deprived of having a child. He's told me other stories about that time in his life. That dude would have been a shitty parent. A shitty-ass parent. And she probably knew that. And she probably made the right decision for them at the time. No matter how messed up that might be. Bottom line, though. Not his uterus. Not his body. Not his choice. Sorry. Sorry, Charlie. And I'm never going to back down on that one. If you don't physically possess the uterus in your body, you don't make the decision under any circumstances. I understand that may hurt some feelings at some point, depending upon what happens. But at the end of the day, it's that woman's body. It is her choice. Do I think that the fathers in some cases or most cases should be consulted in that situation? Yeah, but they don't get the final say. It's not their body. That's it. That's it. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the government. I don't care if you're... I don't care who you are. Unless you're the woman with that uterus, not your decision. Period. I'll say it one more time for effect. I don't care who you are. If it is not your uterus or your body, shut your fucking mouth. It's not your decision. Period. But you don't see, I'll say this for people that are pro-life, you don't see them banned in Michael Jackson's songs, do you? Sorry, I couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. Um, I understand the desire to take action when you feel something's wrong. I, I do. But the question that we continue to circle around at this point really is, if you're going to take action, why not take action that is actually going to result in a positive outcome in some way? And if not, why not? Why can you not see that? Or are you just getting off on being angry? Murda said, keep my mouth shut because pro-lifers piss me off. And Snowflow's like, totally same. <laughs> hey, Snow, how you doing? Good to see you, baby. Good to see you, baby. Um, but I, I really feel like that's... That is, for me, the, the, the entire argument, entire discussion. If you feel you must be outraged, if you feel you are angry about something, that is your right. Do something with it. Do something with it. Tim McGrant says, on the other hand, consider the issue of vasectomy. Should a man be able to have a vasectomy at any time, whether he's married or not, after you decide that, does the, it's not you, does apply if you're married? Um, well, as someone who had a vasectomy, it's my dick. I decided I didn't want any more kids. 
Now, the woman I was with, who was my then fiance, later wife, now ex-wife, we had agreed at the time not to have children. We did have that discussion because I chose to involve her in that discussion. But at the end of the day, if I have decided that I do not want to father more children, that's my right. Now, the net result of that could be some people don't, wouldn't, later in life would not date me because they did want children. And I respect that, no matter how shitty that may have felt. It's like, why don't, I already have a, I have a daughter. That's enough for me. And now I'm, I'm very happy to have the stepchildren I have. But I really feel like it's, it's your body. Ultimately, it's your body. And no one can make you do one way or the other. It should not be able to. You know, because you, you bring up vasectomy, like tube tying. That, that's more of an apples to apples kind of thing. Um, that's, that's permanent contraception is what that is. That's a little bit different. I understand where you're coming from, and I think it's a cool point to bring up. Um, but if a woman wants to get her tubes tied or have a, a hysterectomy if needed, or a man wants to have a vasectomy, like, that's their right. Do I think that it would be favorable for them to... Some vasectomies are reversible. Some are, not all are. Not all are reversible. Not all of them. Not all of them. But many are. Many are reversible. That is true. But the decision, the original decision, the same applies, though. Okay. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't change the fact that if you chose to reverse your vasectomy, you know, um, that is your choice. And now, in that case, if you're in a relationship, I do think you should at least give your partner a heads up, hey, the guys are coming back to town, you know, um, because that does affect the other person. You know, you, she could end up pregnant, and then, and then if she does get pregnant, guess what? Ultimately, her decision whether or not to, to take the care of the child to term. So it's kind of the circle, you know what I mean? Kind of a circle. Murder says, don't even get me started on how much easier it is for a man to get to vasectomy than a woman to get their tubes tied. Uh, you don't have to get started. I will tell you my personal story. Getting my vasectomy was not bad um it hurt a lot in the moment but it was about 20 minutes of pretty bad pain like not the worst pain i've ever felt pretty up there i mean he was basically pulling on the tubes that go to my dick <laughs> and it hurt and then for the next five days uh it felt like i had just been kicked in the balls perpetually for like five days uh and the first time that uh Let's say the equipment got checked, it hurt a little bit. But beyond that, it really wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. You know, the, the tube tying is a much more invasive surgery. It takes a lot longer to recover and so forth. So, but I, I think the argument isn't what you do, who you talk to. I think the bottom line for, for those arguments really boils down to, at least for me, it's the person whose body it is that makes the decision. That's it. You know, should someone be able to walk into a room, point at my beard and say, I don't want you to have that beard and shave it off? No. So why should they be able to say, hey, 
you should or shouldn't be able to have kids. You know what I mean? Timmy says, where I am, no doctor would perform one without a referral, and no physician would provide a referral without consultation from a significant other. Yeah, I think that might be something where you are. Uh, in my case, they really... Uh, where they basically... They wouldn't do it because of my age at first, and I had to go through, like... I had to go through counseling to ensure that I really understood what the implications were and that I was ready. And I did it at like 28, I think. No. It would have been 27. 27 when I did it. Um, so, which is not that old when one thinks about it, right? Um, so, like, that's relatively young, so I understand wanting to make sure that you understand the, you know, the consequences of it, right? But I understand, for someone who really, really feels in their heart of hearts that they don't want to move forward, it, it, I would imagine it being very painful to get turned away. Um, Murder says, I meant even in terms of getting it scheduled. We have to be a certain age. Some places require therapy before they do it, or you have to get kids before they even consider it. Yeah, some places are definitely like that, and it, it was an uphill battle for me. Um, relatively speaking, okay, you know, relative to normally, oh, yeah, sure. Um, but in my case, I'd had a kid. Uh, I, was, I was approaching 30. I was very clear I didn't want any more kids, and it still took a couple months to get it to happen before they'd sign off on it, you know? Um, and that was a relatively painless process, even though it took a lot longer than it probably should have. I can't even imagine. Um, and that's the thing. It's like, why, why is there that, that difference? You know? I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, we all know that there are many more men than women, and at the end of the day... If you have a bunch of men in the room, there's a zero chance of a kid. You put one woman in there, and if it, everyone agrees that, that there's a child, will probably eventually happen, right? Um, so, because eggs are prized and so forth and all this stuff. Um, I get it, you know. But at the same time, it's like, yo, if you don't want to have kids, you shouldn't have to go through a lot of shit to say you don't want kids. Panda with the penguin action over here. What's up, Panda? Can we get a shout out for pa 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 panda? Pa panda? Pa panda? Pa panda? Pa panda? Pa panda? I don't know. I'm just having fun with words. Words are fun. They're fun. Panda with that Apex Legends action. Looks like a penguin. Oh, I see it now. No, I see it. 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 It's because the... Because the arms are up. I, I guess it looked like... I don't know. Fucking... That's a panda. You're right. It's a beautiful panda. I think it's because the ears and the arm going up like that. Like, the, the, the color being so close together, I thought it was like... I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Still cooking can't mod. That's fine. That's why shout outs available for everybody. Available for everybody. It's fine. It's fine. 
Don't worry about it. <sighs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna imagine this every time I see that panda cry emote. Imagine this. Oh, you will always be shouted out. I will shout from the rooftops about my panda. About my panda. About my panda. That's right. To share with the bats. With the bats. All right. I think we're getting close to a time here where I need to consider actually playing a game. Because I want to play a game. That's just fact. That is fact. So let's do that. Guys, thank you for really sparking some tremendous conversation today. Um, we'll keep having it. We'll keep having it. But man, this has been a good one. Really appreciate it, guys.